0: 26er family. It's Delicia, host of the December 26er Podcast. Welcome. Uh, this is another special episode. We have DeMarcus Adisa back with us with a fast follow-up to our last extraordinary occurrences.
1: What is going on? It's fast, but not furious. I'll <laughs> tell you that much, but I'm 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 cool. And how about yourself? How I'm you
0: good. I'm good. Um, we went back and forth sort of about like what this week would look like and whether I was gonna do it on my own. Um, or we were going to do it together. And I'm glad that you have decided to join me on this episode. I don't think it's going to be that long, but we say that all the time.
1: And then it ended up being an hour and a half. <laughs> so so we'll then see what when happens. I was six, <laughs> he said, look here, little colored boy. <laughs> and I was like, colored?
0: <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, so. If, if you have heard episode 220, last week's episode, uh, this will be sort of the conclusion to that. If you have not heard episode 220, I would suggest you go back and listen to that uh, first because this is definitely building upon a conversation that started uh, during that recording. So, but if you don't want to go through all that, here is sort of the synopsis. Um, we were having a conversation during the recording about where to take the show from here for right now. And we had asked for feedback uh, from our longtime listeners about what they might feel about or what they thought about us uh, considering where to take the show from here. And then we had a couple of one on one conversations about it and came to
1: a conclusion. Yep. Do you want to tell the people what the conclusion is? The conclusion is that we're going to regroup and re-strategize.
0: We are scaling the show back for the first time since the beginning. Um, we have decided to cease being a weekly show uh for right now. We're not going away completely, so don't freak out. Um, but we are essentially stopping uh the feature of any guests on the show. I'll say that. Unless something amazing comes along and we decide to do it. But for right now, we've decided to uh basically focus on extraordinary occurrences and uh solo episodes that I will do. But More than likely that being one extraordinary occurrence of a month and one solo episode a month. And um, it took a lot, a lot of thought, prayer, meditation, all of it to come to that uh, conclusion. But we do feel like it is the right decision for
1: right now. Big facts.
0: (laughs) So uh, we just wanted to come on and talk a little bit about, you know, how we got here, how we're individually feeling about it, looking ahead, all of those great things. So, you know, I would say. When, we, when I started the show and originally came to you and was like, hey, do you want to produce the December 26th podcast? The plan from the beginning was always for the show to be weekly to a point. I think we had a conversation very early on about, hey, are we going to switch to seasons at some point, take the summer off? You know, what's the plan here? Um, but I think we both just said we were going to keep going on the weekly front and continue to build momentum until a, it felt like we didn't need to do that anymore because the show had, you know, such a, a rabbit following that you could take time off and come back like Maxwell and people would still be there.
1: Yeah, I, I thought about hitting that Maxwell note the <laughs> mic, but I'm going to spare the listeners.
0: <laughs> or, you know, waiting until we got to the point where we chose to monetize by picking up some heavy hitter sponsors to say, hey, look, we've been at this for X number of years. We've had X number of consecutive episodes. In, in hopes that having that consistency would essentially up our value. Um, neither of those things have happened. And and not that we haven't had people reach out to us about sponsoring things like that, because that, that has happened. But, you know, we have decidedly waited on that and that'll probably happen at some point. Uh, but for right now, uh, we've decided to wait. And I, I won't even say, I mean, we do have some, this core cult following of people that really support our show, but for all intents and purposes, after four plus years, I would consider us a, a still a very small show, um, which I, I, I like in a sense. I love that we're still kind of this secret thing that people don't, you know, it's just this secret group of people who know about and understand what we're doing here. But the reality of it is what it takes to present this show on a weekly basis it's a whole lot that goes on behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, so we're shifting, we're shifting the plan a bit, shifting, making a new choice. Um, despite what we said when we first started to say, Hey, this might be the time to take a step back, uh, and, and figure something else out.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you have to call an audible and regroup and re strategize and figure out what works. Um, We've been doing the same thing repeatedly and have added on, you know, had some, had to, well, I mean, to take it back, it's not like this is the first time we've caught an audible and made changes. Um, But I think, you know, the main thing that we've always done is been there and have always put something, have something presented. And as you said, it can be tough um, because of the things that may pa- pa- pop up. I mean, we've had multiple deaths of family members close friends of the show um close friends just in our lives personal we've had losses floods you know what i mean i got a car accident yeah <laughs> like that was during the gala like and when i was trying to figure that out negotiate that whole thing um on top of keeping uh, keeping my business going making money and, and running the show it's just a lot of things and we've been consistent through all of those things but at what point do you get to take a step back and just like regroup and figure things out and also Oftentimes, I feel like in this influencer culture, everything that's going on it's like, nah, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Um, but like, what is the what is the price of keep, keep keeping on, as they used to say like back in the day? What is that? What is that price? What does that look like for real when you're seriously grinding consistently? Um, because anytime it's funny, I'm put my kufi on now. It's funny when people uh, use that word grinding when you think about. The actual act of grinding, there's some friction there. Mm -hmm. So if you're grinding constantly, like if your your tires are grinding on your car, yeah, you go in places, but them tires are wearing down, right? Right, and through the course of constant keeping this thing up, not just the show, um, but personal lives, our involvement with different organizations, um, our families, our jobs. everything like it can wear you down not only physically but mentally and like what good are you to anyone if you're worn down to the point like you're physically breaking I mean I know you've I don't know how far you want to go but you've had your issues of having Mm -hmm. to go to the doctor and they're like look you need to make some changes in your life or you're gonna end up on some medication um, so I think like it's a very real thing. And I think one of the things that we have prided ourselves about in the show and just in our everyday lives is just keeping it a being, keeping it real, keep being authentic. And this is what authenticity looks like.
0: Absolutely. You know, I, I've had multiple people ask. I don't know if you have um, over the course of the last year and a half, well, year and a half plus really, like how in the world have you guys kept this up with so many Personal hardships, and at the time, you know, I, I really didn't have the answer. I would just say, "Oh, you know, it's, it's what we know. We just keep going." But now, in hindsight, I think for me, um, life was just so out of the ordinary—not extraordinary, but just out of the ordinary—with um, with the loss and and COVID and this and that and. You know, all these personal life changes that happened between 2020 and now that the show felt like something that was like a sense of normalcy, something that I can count on, um, maybe a bit like escapist from from all of the crazy that was happening. You know, it's the one thing um, that, you know, Okay, I can get away from the way my life has turned upside down and focus on the thing that I'm passionate about and have some consistency and have something that feels like my life did before 2020 um, as well. And just, and also for me, I think part of it was having that thing that could really keep me from just spiraling. Because I'm like, okay, if, if I don't have these distractions, then what? Because there's just so much trauma that that is happening. So for me, that was it. And I think too, I took pride in people saying like, Thank you. You guys have kept us up in the middle of all this crazy. Like Gene said that when he came on, Gene Alert, shout out to the Faith Crime Inspire podcast. Like, you know, thanks to December twenty sixth. You guys kept it going for all of us. So I I most certainly took pride in that, saying that despite all of these challenges, we have not missed an episode. We haven't missed an episode since that first year. Uh, and that that felt good, but you were absolutely correct in that that has come at a cost. And it's come at a cost and that has reached this year it has reached really a fever pitch in that to keep going and pouring from an empty cup and all of these things um there are very real consequences to that and i definitely am feeling it i know you're feeling it and also like just looking ahead we both have pretty, pretty busy summers that are about to happen so um you have to ask yourself can we do this like can we continue to do this with everything else that's coming and does it make sense and i think that's the place we came to and said all right might be time to to think about a different
1: way, right? Um, and I think changing your strategy is different from just saying I'm completely thrown in the towel mm-hmm. or whatever. Because there's always a better way to go about things. And again, like I think for a lot of our listeners, they can re- relate to this. If you came up, you're first generation American, or you are a product of the Great Migration, some family leaving the South for the Northeast or going somewhere for opportunity, or if you just come from humble beginnings you know what it's like to watch somebody grind their entire life right. nonstop. stop and grinding doesn't necessarily mean progress like right. it doesn't like there has to be some strategy put behind that and not to say that we haven't done it but like when you're not getting certain results that are desired or if it's affecting your overall health like you have to take a time out and re-strategize your game plan um, because like oftentimes I've heard people say this before, it's like you, you see people who may always be busy, right? Always doing something. But like, again, if you're not progressing forward and you're not elevated, what's, what's, what is the point? Um, and also if you can, what's the word I'm looking for here? You can be persistent ab- about something, but if you're going about something the same way and you're not seeing any different results, what's that quote say? It's like that Benjamin Franklin quote. That's like the definition of insanity. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, people we've talked about on the right.
1: show what it takes,
0: right, to to produce the show. And you, you think I think when we started, we're like, ah, you know, this is not that hard. You find some guests, you plan for it, you record the episodes, you edit, you put it out. Boom, boom, boom. But when real life is happening in the middle of all of that, like demanding careers, Family obligations, as you mentioned, social obligations, all this stuff is just spinning. And then you're basically, as you always say, a skeleton crew trying to make it happen. The logistics can get even overwhelming. Just finding guests, following up with them, scheduling them prepping them for the show, recording, doing the research, recording the episode, all the post-production that happens. Uh, and we've had a little bit of help in that, And in, right. in that, you know, we, we we did hire someone to work on some of the administrative things. But like, even with that, if they don't understand the purpose for the show and sort of the heart of the show, it, it can be hard sometimes. And you got to kind of stay on top of them right. um, as well. So all those balls have been in the air for so long and i think the two of us have just been on autopilot really just making it happen but i i am realizing i i won't speak for you i'll speak for me i am realizing that everything that transpired you know second half of 2020 all of 21 and i'm just older now you know all those things it has taken something out of me in a way that I did not anticipate. And I think, you know, five years ago when I was thinking about starting the show, or I'll take it back 10 years ago, you know, whenever it was that like this brand was really born the first time and all the things that I've done in my life since then, I have, have always had this attitude of like, come hell or high water, I'm gonna make it happen. I don't care if I don't sleep, I don't care if I don't eat, I'm gonna get it done. And now having had very different experiences, I don't have that mentality anymore. Right, I understand the value of rest. I understand the value of physical well being on top of like mental and emotional well being. And like you know, it's it's no secret that we have a level of mental fortitude that a lot of people don't have, an emotional mm-hmm. fortitude. Um, and I'm you know that just comes from how we were raised, and I think it might be hereditary. But it's um,
1: socialized. Yeah, we've been
0: socialized that way. But the reality of it is, you get one body, right, and um. I am at a place in my life where health and wellness on a 360 degree level is very important to me. And, you know, I realize that we have sacrificed that on, you know, on some fronts just to like put what we put out into the world.
1: Right. Like, you know, you think about a few years ago, like pre COVID, there were some, some days where it was like, I was working, Six days a week. And the seventh day was just a show. Yep. Go back to work. And it's just like no life outside of 26 or HOSA um, and just work, just grinding. That's it. That's it. And it wasn't until COVID till and then when people started passing away, like, hey, man, you got to live some of your life. Like, um, I'm not I'm not saying that I take any of this for granted. But at the same time, I think you do have to work. You have to put in pursuit of your dreams, but you have to have to enjoy some things because you're going to be older, way longer than you're going to be younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting <laughs> any longer. I'm closer to 40 than I am 21. So that's the other piece of it, too. Like, all right. As more comes on, these I mean, platforms, I said it on the show, like I'm trying to go back to school uh, while working on this business and Running this show in between there, you kind of have to find um, time for the things that like you and you enjoy, the things that you want to do outside of just work. Because um, yo, what is life if all your life is just working? Don't get me wrong, I'm passionate about what we do and the other things that we do. But you, as you know, what you've done recently, you have to find outlets outside of those things. It's not tied to anything. It's just solely something that you enjoy.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, and also too, I don't know if I would have come to this conclusion if the pandemic happened. Because if the pandemic didn't happen, oh, uh, you know, when we first started the show, I still took a couple of vacations, you know, things like that. So it was... A week or, or two where like, okay, we, we would stop. But then to be able to take that week, everything that would have to happen before to prepare just to have one week off and everything that would have to happen Afterward. after, it, you know, it really wasn't a recharging ever. So now having just been in it and in the thick of it and in so many things for... Two years now, you know, nonstop, and we've made some great strides. And you know, some of the eyes that we have on the show now—I still can't, just can't even believe that people who come on and who support us, and like whose personal phone numbers we have—it's just crazy. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm proud of that. But I, you, you know, you alluded to, it, and I don't remember if I mentioned on the show the whole health situation that I that I had. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but we were like in the thick of the back to school drive last mm-hmm. year, and we were working with—talk about a skeleton crew. Um, a really small number of volunteers. And we were trying to do it in like a truncated timeline because of COVID. We didn't know what was going to happen. And we decided really late in the game um, to make it happen. And we were still grieving as well. So I had not been feeling that great, you know, for months already. And I said, okay, I, I sort of just kind of put it in the back of my mind. But Because we were going to be around so many people, I was like, let me just get a COVID test just to make sure that's fine. You know, before we go pass out these backpacks and we're around these volunteers and, you know, I go for the COVID test, but they do the standard check your blood pressure and all of that. And basically the doctor, they go get the doctor and the doctor comes in and says, listen, you're tachycardic, your blood pressure is extremely high. And we don't know if you've already had a cardiac event. Or you're about to have one. And it was strongly suggested that I go to the ER in the middle of COVID, right? In the middle of this pandemic. So now I've got a decision to make. Am I going to go to an ER? And, you know, at the time, I think we were the second highest, the second highest COVID numbers in the state of New Jersey uh, for, in terms of county. And so I've got to make a decision. And I'm telling the doctor, like, I don't really feel comfortable with that, um, given everything that's going on. Do I have another option? And first you know, of course it's the lawyer in me knows it's about also being able to disclaim liability. So at first she was like, listen, this is what we're suggesting. This is what you need to do. And then, you know, we had established that I would um, get on an, EK- get an EKG there and they would see if anything was abnormal. Um, and then from that, depending on what the outcome of that was, we can make a decision. So took the EKG. That looks relatively normal. So um, it was decided that I would get a blood pressure monitor, go home and monitor my blood pressure, you know, every couple of hours and if it got any higher, I mean I would I would make the decision to go to the ER. So, um thankfully that didn't happen and I was able to just schedule a follow-up appointment and had a very very long conversation uh with the physician about my lifestyle uh being in a, you know, high-stress career, all those things and how that was impacting me. Um and that I needed to just make some changes. So, and if it, if you know me, I mean you know, like I'm big on eating relatively healthily, doing the right things, whatever. But when you when you put together, it's a terrible equation, but like genetics, high stress, always being on, no days off, and then all of that trauma is just a recipe for disaster. It's a disaster. Um. So. I realized that I had to really, really turn my focus towards health and wellness and in a very real way, which is how the whole trainer came about getting into boxing and all those things. Like I just was like, okay, I need to find something that interests me because I'm never going to be the person that just goes outside and runs 10 miles like that's not it. I don't find that (laughs) appealing at all. Um, But let me find something that will get me the results that I need, but also that is something that could be fun for me. Um, So I started training and then over time, ramping that training up. And it's been really good. It's been hard, but it's been good. And you know, you're a former athlete. For that to work, though, there's so many other components. so many
1: things that go into it, getting the right amount of rest, nutrition. All of it. It's hydration, like... Hydration, all these other, all these things that go on. It's and like then a part Yeah. Afterwards, after care.
0: Exactly. So all those things together, it's like, okay, this is not just I have to work out five to six days a week, according to multiple doctors now. Um, I also have to make sure I go to bed on time and all the things you just mentioned. So when you add a, a core career that HOSA, all the work we do there in the community and all of that stuff... Um, Just things coming up, curveballs, all that stuff.
1: It's like, all right. On top of, don't leave this out, on top of supporting your loved ones and friends.
0: Yes, exactly. It's a lot. And, you know, I I know for me, I'll just be completely candid here because I felt stretched so thin. Like once the world started to open back up and I started to get those invitations and people asking to meet up and asking to come over, all those things like I was not prepared. Like I felt like, okay, I hate to say it, but this the demands that my loved ones are putting on me it's about to break me. Like that's the thing that's going to push me over the edge. And when that's happening, something is wrong. Like Um, if if that's the thing that's making you feel like if one more person called me asking me, you know, for my time when I have such little, little of it, like this is not going to work. So, um, I think for me, that's the story of sort of, you know, how I got here. I was like, Something's got to give. For right now, I'm really excited about where I am on this health and wellness journey. I love the improvements that have happened. Um, I love the way my body's changing, my endurance, my numbers are down, all that great stuff. But I got to keep that up. And in order to do that, in order to level up, it's going to take a bit more focus. And I've been focused a lot on that, but it's just, you know, it's it's really consuming. So, um, yeah, it, it it feels like the right
1: time. And I think I said this the live show, I think, you know. I don't know who said it, but I heard it years ago. People say the first law of nature is Mm -hmm. self-preservation. And it's the truth. You got to take care of yourself in order to do anything else. Like, there's certain other circumstances where you put, if you have kids or a significant other, you put your family before yourself. But, like, you know, this is still a labor of love where we're passionate about it. But what good are you or I, anyone to anyone, if we're not at not optimal performance, because you may never. Well, you know, willfully, God willing, you get there to that point. But if you know you're not even at medium level performance, you're at low performance, and you're breaking down like you're good to no one. And I'll put my own health. No disrespect to nobody. I put my own health before the show, mm-hmm. and I don't think I don't think that's necessarily like a bad thing or whatever. You putting your health your mental wellness, your physical health and that before all these other things and taking care of the core things, I think is just what's most important. I think it would be different um, if we were at a point where you had, you know, contractual obligations, right? All this money is something that's paying you. But again, as a labor of love, something that you're doing, you know, which is basically like a side project, you know, some things, sometimes you got to, again, take a step back and just reshift and reorganize mm-hmm. uh, for what's best for you versus getting to the point where You know, you get that emergency call where, hey, you know, at least she's on her way to the hospital. We driving up X, Y, and Z and like life shutting you down. Your body saying, hey, click.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I mean, talk about a labor of love, what this show has done for some of the guests. Right. You know, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of this platform launching the next phase of other people's brands and careers. Um, But there's there's more in it for us too. I'll just put that out there. Right. right? And, and how do we make that, that happen? So, um, so now that the decision has been made, how do you feel about it?
1: Uh, It's mixed emotions um, because I do like, you know, interviewing people, meeting new people, um, putting this content out. Do like, you know, the fact that we can say we've been consistent um, about it, about those things, but you know, and the same thing is like yo, know, are we making the right decisions? Is this sustainable? Not only from a show perspective, but a uh, a personal perspective, right? So it's like a part of me that's like, damn, like breaking word of what we said. But the other part of me is like, yo, that's life. Mm-hmm. Like things happen unexpectedly. Sometimes things happen back to back, and you got to do what's best, even if it means sometimes going against something you said previously or something you said to her. That's just a part of being human. And I think um, now more so than ever, it's just kind of a little bit different because versus prior generations, like we got a record of where people were, how they were feeling, ideas. And you kind of feel like you're going back sometimes when you change your course or you go against something you previously said. But like, again, we are living, breathing things that are in a a whole living environment. Things change and your feelings change over time. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's just a part of growth in life. And Mm -hmm. You know moving forward versus some people just saying, yo i always from day one i was like this you know what i'm saying grind work hard hustle there was never no doubt like you see that <laughs> all the time and like that's just not real life i was just i came out the womb like this like it nah, <laughs> That's
0: why do you sound like a rapper who never quite made it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we hear that
0: Right. Um, Yeah, I am heavy, heavy, heavy on the mixed feelings. Uh, There's a part of me that kind of feels deep down that this is the right decision to make. But, you know, I'd be lying if I said that there wasn't a part of me that's kind of grieving and a bit sad, you know, after just something that we've been so consistent. It's been us and our podcasting cousins. Shout out to to Terrell and Daphne, Mm -hmm. the Black and Highly Dangerous podcast. um, which I feel like, you know, we started around the same time and we've both shows have like consistently I've seen shows fall. Off. I've seen shows that are not weekly, but it has felt like, you know, these two shows that have, that have really kept going. Um, and so, and I, I, think I, up until a week ago, I intended, I intended to stay on that train, uh, as long as it took, as long as it took to feel like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we are, we are now a seasonal show from a place of triumph, not from a place of defeat and exhaustion. Um, And that may sound a bit exaggerated, um, but you know what I mean. So I am grappling with that. And, you know, there's a part of me that's like, every time I think about it, like, oh, this, you know, this week could be the last consecutive show for I don't know how long. Um, It's it's hard. I'm still wrapping my mind around that. I think I am, as you know, super competitive person. And it's not even about competing with anyone else. It's about, competing with myself and the the goals that I set for myself um and and having discipline and and being committed to that um but also understanding as you said the the importance of self-preservation and um the importance of the long game right and you know I've been on this boxing thing and so doing a lot of research there and and working with my trainer and learning about endurance and all and all those things and the importance of pacing yourself and the importance of having enough gas to get through all the rounds, right? And that takes road work, that takes low intensity, you know, endurance, and you got to get your breathing right, and you can't swing wildly, you can't do all these things. It's a really calculated um, choreographed thing to be able to get through it. And I am now applying that to this show and to be able to endure the road work might mean slowing down, right? And, and slow and steady. And, and so we will be steady. The show's not going away, um, but it's it's got to happen in a different way if we want to really make it through all these rounds. And who knew it was going to be this many rounds? But um, so I'm grappling with that. There is a part of me that feels a bit of relief, you know, just from that pressure of like having to deliver week after week after week. But I'm not jumping up and down. I'm yeah. definitely not jumping up and down about this.
1: I sound like, oh, celebration. Because mm-hmm. then, you, you know, part of you is wondering about the unknown. It's like, you know, uh, are you pulling up right when you're on the precipice or something? Right. Like major, like is the the what ifs? And that's why a lot of people just keep going. It's like, now yeah. I got to blaze through.
0: But what I do know, you know, I was thinking about it the other day in the morning, like the stillness, which is oftentimes where I get the most inspiration. And, you know, there was a part of me that felt like... What if this is what needs to happen for um, our individual and collective brand to elevate? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, I have always been about like even with the clips from the show, focus on the guests, focus on the guests, focus Mm -hmm. on the guests. But the consistent feedback that we've gotten from the beginning of the show when we started with the guests—because remember, it wasn't guests in the beginning—right? From the beginning, the feedback has been consistent. Guests are cool well, we want to hear from y'all more, right? Or right. we want to hear from D more. Um, and I've even had situations where clips have gone viral of guests or episodes have gone viral and the chatter on like Twitter is like, yeah, you're cool, but who's the host, right? right? And so I have- never, I've never felt like, oh, you know, I needed to be in the spotlight. And I think part of that is just because of what I do for a living. I have this whole other life, right? So this has always felt like kind of the secret persona. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just reticent of these worlds sort of colliding and this part of me being more public and more, more known and ubiquitous. Um, But I did have that thought, like, what if this is what needs to happen for this brand to elevate elevate in terms of the heart of it because we are the heart of the show, right? Right. So... That thought is in my mind and, you know, we got some things going on and some digital marketing stuff. So I don't want people to think we're about to just fade to fade to black because you might actually see more on social media than you've seen. Right. It's just the show Um, and the weekly episode thing is is not happening. So I'm grappling with that. Um, But I'm not so sad about it that I feel like I need to be making a different a different decision. I think this is the right decision. Um, It's just hard when you've done something. I mean, it's no different than like you've been at a job for a while, you know, it's time to go. And when Mm -hmm. you make, when you decide finally to resign and go on to your next chapter, it is hard to, um, you're just still sad, right? It's like hard to leave what you know. And that's what it feels like. All of this, um, you know, the work that we've put in the consistency, the thing that we can, we have been able to count on for four plus years is changing. And that's like really hard to process.
1: It is. But, you know, most things is finite. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you got to deal with it and and make the changes hard. But, you know, we've made changes before and adjustments multiple times in our life. And in my opinion, we'll figure this out, too. Right. And probably going to come out better in the long term because of it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and there are things that we haven't spoken about publicly that we're working on, um, in terms of personal branding. So yeah, there's a lot of great things on the horizon. This this episode probably sounds more <laughs> sad than it is, right right, right, right. Um, because this is really about creating space, you know, not only to bring the show back bigger and better, but to launch some of the other branding things that we've talked about. So not to worry, you know, we're not we're not feeding the black at all. Um but just the change in the shift has been a bit of a shock to the system,
1: for sure. For sure. Closing words?
0: Um, closing words. I am still excited. I'm still excited to see what the rest of the year brings, given, you know, the things that we are we are planning on focusing our time and energy on. Um, I'm looking forward to, I don't know, at some point in the, f- the future. Looking back on this this moment and being able to say that was a watershed moment, but it was the right decision. And here's how everything accelerated as a result of that decision. Um, I'm looking forward to that because it's going to happen. Personal emotion aside, about coming to this conclusion, I just know it all, you know, you've heard me say it a hundred times. It all works together the way it's supposed to. And everything in your life is, is pushing you in the right direction. So at the end of the day, all will be well. It will be well. What about you?
1: My closing words is... We ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Diddy. Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere.
0: We haven't had a Diddy reference in a long time.
1: It's because Diddy been getting on my nerves. That's another (laughs) story. But seriously, we're not going nowhere. Again, it's just a recalibration, an audible, a pivot, if you will. That's a little Easter egg for uh, a long time listeners. Yes. That's all.
0: Absolutely. Um, so be on the lookout. We, we are still, uh, sort of nailing down which weeks these, uh, couple of episodes a month will come out. We're working on that. Uh, DeMarcus has big changes coming up in his life. So we're trying to navigate that as well. Um, But it's good. It's all good. We thank you. Those of you who have been, A, rocking with us for a very long time, but B, offering real-time feedback on the show, particularly these Extraordinary Occurrences episodes, we appreciate you. And if you are someone who found us late, Now's the time. This is the rest of the year. Get caught up. Like, you know, when people binge watch shows before mm-hmm. the, the, the next season, this is it. There's so much great content out there. And we will be um, making use of that content as well on on the interwebs and figuring out how to use that also. Um, but no, you will hear more from us during this time, which I think people will appreciate. Um and we're pulling the covers back. I'll be pulling the covers back a little bit more on my personal story, what I'm experiencing, my personal thoughts, which I often have left on the back burner uh, for the guests. Now is the time. is It's the time to happen. It feels a little bit uncomfortable, but we know that it's the right thing to do. So listen, we always say, uh, if, you, if you've enjoyed this episode, share it. I don't know if you send this to somebody without context,
1: they're going to be gonna like, like what? Yeah,
0: what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? So, but if you heard this episode, you have any words that you want to give to us, find us on the internet, drop it on IG or wherever. And just let us know how you are feeling about this announcement. Look out for more announcements and more different kind of content from us. It is coming. Uh, we have some, some other things that we're working on that we will announce, uh, sooner rather than later. Any closing words from you, my dear brother.
1: Y'all be encouraged out there.
0: <laughs> be encouraged. That is it. Um, We're out. I don't even know what else to say. We're out. Look for us in these uh, podcasts and streets on social media. We will be around. I promise you we will. But in the midst of all this change, you know what to do. Remember to be extraordinary on an ordinary day.
1: Take care. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening to the December 26er podcast. I am your host, Delisha. This episode was produced by Demarcus Adisa and music was provided by Tovo. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at December 26er. That's December 26er.